Does your brand or business want to reach thousands of mums in Australia or around the world? Well, the best way to let them know about what you have to offer is to jump into their ears right here with us on the podcast. That's right. We are an independent mum-run podcast. And if you think your brand would enrich the lives of our DLs, or you just want your business shouted from the rooftops, slide on into our inbox and let's talk about how you can partner with us to get your brand out there. Yes. Come and join the potty fam. Email partnerships at wedonthavetimeforthis.com to talk turkey. <laughs> so I've had a revelation. Right. I don't think I should be a podcast host anymore. Oh, okay. Awkward time to tell me. But yep, go. <laughs> well, the reason being that I'm just late to the party on everything. True. And what I'm referencing is my undying obsession with Lin-Manuel Miranda. Babe. I know, I'm six years late. Can I take you back? I don't, I'm embarrassed. Do you remember when we drove to Marubra? Yes. For, ooh, whose baby shower was it? The good mum? Yep. So that child is now five. That's what I mean. I'm six years late. And I played you the Hamilton soundtrack. And I was not vibing it. And you were like, oh, yeah. cool. And I was like, no, it's amazing. Yeah. Well, now I'm helpless. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a gunner. And every night revs. YouTube Vortex. Yeah. Lin-Manuel Miranda. Every interview. I'm watching them all. I feel silly. And now I'm like, I wish I was on your level. Have you had dreams about him yet? Dreams. Yeah. Songs. <laughs> okay. Little Reco. It's kind of an early hashtag not spawn, but it's a priceless one. YouTube. Lin-Manuel Miranda. Freestyle rapping on the Today Show. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. I know. I know you have. But oh. there might be DLs who have not. He was part of a thing called Freestyle Love Supreme. Have you oh, found that yet? Yes. Yeah. When he was coming up through New York music scene or whatever. And they were like this freestyle rap tribe. Mm. And they're doing shows again now because, know. you know, he's huge. And they're amazing. But I, ju- I want to fornicate with his mind. What, just with his mind? Just as I... If like, you ran into him and he was interested in you, would you leave your whole family and run away with Lin-Manuel Miranda? I feel like Hubs is aware of my obsession enough to give me the whole pass. Okay. It's as a if bit- one night would be enough. <laughs> you'd just get a taste and you'd be like, oh my God. Now, for any DLs who don't know who the fuck we're talking about, first of all, like, get on it quick. Yeah. You're six years too late, but better late than never, okay? <laughs> Lin-Manuel Miranda is the creator of Hamilton. As you may know, if you're a diehard DL, I went and saw Hamilton recently. I absolutely frothed, slid off my chair, all of the things. But I think the reason why he's having a resurgence sure. for me <laughs> is because of Encanto. Encanto. He wrote Encanto. He wrote Moana. Yeah. He's a fucking genius he wrote in the heights that was his breakout yes yeah but he i just i like i can't get over his recall ability yeah. with words and bending words to make them into rhymes and then so just to give you some context hamilton came out in 2016 it won like a million tony awards but there is a youtube video from 2009 at the white house yes yeah <laughs> i know you've been on this journey years so, ago years ago yeah i know you're looking at me like you shouldn't be a podcaster because you're late to the party on everything Jem. podcaster from the past yes so he past was caster. a past caster <laughs> um he was invited to like the white house some sort of dinner when he'd written in the heights because it was the obamas then and they yes. loved in the heights and he's like i'm just gonna do this thing i'm trying out it's like the opening of hamilton yes yeah and it's funny because the audience laughs because yeah. he's like oh i'm doing like a rap about alexander secretary. hamilton <laughs> yeah Sorry. about the treasury secretary of the state alexander hamilton and the audience laughs and he goes oh you laugh yeah 
but it's a great story. And then as he starts the rap, people find it funny. And the longer it goes on, the more they're like, oh no, this is amazing. Genius. Yeah, amazing. I think he's the biggest reminder that you just need to figure out what makes you uniquely you yes. and do that. Yes. Like you can't pitch, hey, I come from a freestyle rap background and I love musical theatre. I want to join those two together. Mm. You can't pitch that. No one would buy that. Mm. He just is that. So if you try and sit with yourself and be like, what's my unique thing that I just am? That's when people become successful. Yes. Yeah. And lean into that. Full tilt. Full tilt. Yeah. Should we get into the episode? Oh, yeah. We're not in it yet. Am I still podcasting? <laughs> yeah. You're allowed to still podcast. Okay. Thanks, Revzy. We have a thousand things to do, but we'd rather chat to you. With emails and meetings and husbands and kids, we don't have time for this. Just what you need to basic bitches with a podcast. Hello and welcome to We Don't Have Time For This. I'm your host, Gemma Pranita, a.k.a. Gemma Peanut on the gram, along with my co-host, Kate Revs. Hi, Kate Revs. How are you? I'm swell. How are you? Well, it was Shark Week. Oh, same. But masking it really well today. You are. Thanks you seem to- jaunty. It's all Lin-Manuel. Oh, my no. God. <laughs> It's like I'm in love. I remember. I used to have dreams about him. I was very in love with him. Very hot for him. Had a whole moment where I was like, I'm actually in love with this person. It's a shame we didn't mark this moment at the same time. No, it would have been a mess. Can you imagine? We just would have been exchanging Lin-Manuel things over the text for like a year. Be like Hanson all over again. Circa 2000 and, well, no, 1998. Yes. Weird. So how are you? Um, I'm also waiting for the shark to arrive mm-hmm. any minute now yeah. and I'm cranky and I ate a whole bowl of Smarties yesterday. Oh, jealous. I mean, are you a Smarties or an M&M's girl? I'm both. It, no, it's only Smarties. But can't be peanut M&M's. Needs to be straight chocolate. Controversial opinion, I don't like M&M's. What? I don't like them. What about them could you not like? They're too much. It's not like... What? Not, what What do you mean too much? It's too, too much chocolate, not enough shell? Just, like, <laughs> just a bit... Sh- Salty. I don't like the kind of chocolate that's in them. The face you're giving me, stank face. Who throws shade at M and M's? I don't like M and M's. They have. I'm such happy a... to go on the record. Here's a question: mm. Cadbury celebrations. Mm. What's your jam? In Morrow. <laughs> what? I love a Morrow. No one likes a Morrow. Like, what if I... it is a Morrow? Never would I go and buy a Morrow bar from the servo or anything. No. But in celebrations, fishing for the Morrows. Okay, I confess, I get a bit confused. There's celebrations, and there's another brand. Our favorites. Our favorites. So. Just mesh them together. Yeah, Who yeah. cares? So I'm a Turkish delight gal. Weirdo. Yeah, see? Great to hang out with though because no one wants those. That's how I feel about you being a Moro eater. Everyone loves a Moro. No one likes a Moro. It's like a poor man's Mars, Mars bar. bar. That's true and fair, but there aren't Mars bars in those because Mars bars are elite. Yeah. And Mars bars belong in the fridge at yeah, all times. So it's still secondary and inferior. So you're kind of like pity eating Moros because there's no Mars bars. Of the options, it's the best. Right. Cherry ripe. Love a cherry Love ripe. Love a cherry ripe. Oh, we'll have to fight over that. Hate a Crunchy. From Northern England. I hate a crunchy. As it came out, I was like, what happened there, Jim? I love a crunchy, but not as good as a violet crumble. Oh, I know it's Nana vibes. Controversial. That was literally my Nana's favorite treat. My Nana was a hardcore budgeter and she was not excessive and never wasteful. How come you did not get this gene? 
Um, because opposites attract. I don't know. <laughs> I just didn't inherit this from her. But like, I would take her shopping, and she'd have one basket, and there'd be like two sausages and Aww. one chicken breast and whatever. Rationing. Seriously, rationing. And then if she was feeling a little crazy, mm. she'd put a violet crumble in her oh, basket, Nana. and I'd always be like, Nana, let me buy you the like party size so you can have them in your cupboard. She's like, No, no, one is enough. Anyway. I did inherit her love of Violet Crumble. It's much better than Crunchy. <sighs> Look, I think it's what you met first is what you love first. No, the Violet Crumble has darker chocolate. So it's oh. like not as sweet. Yeah, yeah, Crunchy's yeah. milk chocolate and it's thicker. Yeah, right. So you're like, oh, la, 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 la. Yeah, I can get behind that. Mm, this is scintillating chat, but it's like white chocolate. Like one hate bite it. and done. Hate white chocolate. Hate Cadbury Dream. Hate a top deck. Only eat the bottom deck. How do you feel about caramilk then? Very indifferent. Apathetic to the caramilk. Yes. Okay. Favorite chocolate of all time. Death Row meal. Cadbury's hazelnut milk chocolate. Rogue. Like with the actual hazelnut bits in it. Yeah. Like yeah. a Cadbury block. Yeah. With, with hazelnuts. hazelnuts throughout. I've always wondered who buys that. <laughs> <laughs> I could smash an entire family size block in one sitting. Yeah, right. You? I think it'd be a Mars bar out of the fridge. What about the raspberry smash Mars I really bars? love those, but I haven't had one in a few months. Oh. Yeah, I think they're done. It was like a one-time thing. As in you can't buy anymore or you've just got over it? I don't know. I haven't looked, but I don't think... I think, you know... I, look, there's a DL who slid into my DMs. She's like, oh, I work for Mars. This is a capsule flavor or something. I forget what it was called, but it was like, sorry to let you know, but it's not sticking around. And I just tried to like protect my heart and step back from it after that. I was like, I can go either two ways. I can go bunker style and go and buy every box Hoard of them that shit. and put them in the freezer. Get all toilet paper style on it. Or I can start to protect myself yeah, and yeah. step back. I think it's called weaning. You were weaning yourself. I weaned myself off the raspberry Mars. <laughs> well done, baby. Well done. Anyway, I think an original Mars bar fresh out of the fridge would be my final chocolate. Yeah, it's a fair jam. Or do you know what? I love lint sea salt. It's oh, just a bit grown up for a death row meal. I was going to say, that's a very like mum in their 60s vibe. 60s? Yeah. <laughs> It's because that's what my mum is. It's a boomer fridge treat. So you know what I don't have time for? What don't you have time for? The output of stress energy towards my kid's birthday party. Oh, what? Is that coming up again? Yes. I thought that was yesterday. It's you like had a the period. Oh, again? No, it's like you're back. <laughs> so hear me out. Rafa's turning four. Oh. Now four is that age where they're maturing. Mm-hmm. And by this stage, they've fully established friends. Yes. Right? If they're a girl. Right. Okay, interesting. I want to talk about that later. But I'm in this predicament where I'm sort of straddling the worlds of do I have a party where she gets to choose her friends Mm. or do I get away with one more year of hosting a party with all of my friends who happen to have kids? Uh And she loves all those kids, but I don't know which way to swing because if I'm really honest, selfishly, it's more fun for me if I get to have my friends and their kids and it's still going to be a great time. But I think if I'm honest, it's because she's now starting to get invited to the daycare friends parties uh-huh. and I'm like well am I just an asshole if I don't invite them and then do you invite the whole class or do you invite the oh, select friends like it's topic. a fucking minefield tell me what to do Revs you do whatever the fuck you want and you just sell it to your kid however works for you okay okay so I'm not doing big parties anymore I've decided my kids had four each big parties Isla had five yeah and I'm done like it's expensive it's stressful it's messy it takes the whole weekend and then there's all the politics about who comes, who doesn't come, blah, 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 blah. 
What I always did when I had a backyard, I don't have a backyard anymore, which adds another layer. When I had a backyard, I would invite, the base was family friends, like my friends. Mm -hmm. So you were always there, the good mom and her kids and cousins and families, my sister and her family, blah, blah, blah. And we had a great time. And then I would invite like two or three daycare friends on top so then my but who were the chosen ones was it obvious it's always obvious you can pick two or three and then you tell rafa oh blah blah couldn't come they have something on they're away like whatever what i have learned is kids don't go to daycare on monday and go how was your weekend what did you get up to and compare notes they don't do that so you can sell it how you want make it easy for you she's gonna have a great day she's gonna be center of attention get presents there'll be a cake done okay okay and also yes this is your last year to really make it a family party although you've got eggs so you've got a few more years of those okay then can i share my next predicament yes so once again yep. outsourcing queen i'm going to hire the birthday fairy of course. now if you're not a long time listener last year i found this amazing company called the birthday fairy it's like a one-stop shop you buy a package they rock up they set everything up like all the decorations i'm talking a fucking beautiful setup it's a kardashian level party oh don't know about that <laughs> <laughs> that sounds i don't know it's like a humble no, it's not it's a humble picnic but yeah. just really beautifully decorated and then they bring an entertainer which is worth their weight in gold yeah. i would literally throw money at someone to look after my children in that way and then they clean up yeah they tidy it all up and then they leave it's a hack yeah. right so this year i'm like well i'm gonna do the same thing yeah however it's on a per head basis uh, right hence the problem so now when i think about inviting my friends and their kids mm. like i've got friends now with three kids mm, fuck those guys fuck those guys <laughs> love you but like fuck you guys so i'll give you an example i've got one friend who has a six-year-old and then a three-year-old who's Rafa's age and then another kid who's Iggy's age. Okay. Can I just invite the middle child? Mm. Do you know what I mean? No, like, you can't. But then they take up three yeah. spots. Then don't invite the family. Oh, no, but I want to see them. And they will invite Rafa. You know what then I mean? Then invite them. Then you have to cater for every kid. And you know what? There are some things you have to do for every kid, like a lolly bag. There has to be too many Disagree. lolly bags. Disagree. <laughs> I'm anti-lolly bag. Oh, what are, oh so not, there's no gift bag or anything? Look, I okay. I know there are two camps in this, okay? There are lolly bag mums. So my girlfriend, Simone, who I also work with, she recently had her one-year-old's birthday party and she did the classic invited all the friends, as you do for a one-year-old's party. And she had epic gift bags, right? Sim, I love you to bits, but it's just full of, like, plastic, you know, like a plastic slinky. So last weekend I went to a party where the mum had literally made all the lolly bags, gift bags from stuff they had. So she'd cut stickers out of a book she found like old euros. What? Kids. No, it sounds weird. She literally works for Greenpeace and the whole party was eco. Like they had Amazing. heat cups and everything for all the cups. There was no waste. It was oh, an incredible party. How good. But she literally went around her boy's bedroom and found shit and made 12 lolly bags out of the stuff in the house. And it's actually genius because the kids loved it. Because there was no like, ah, oh, that's slinky from Coles. Ah, oh, that's slime from Woolies. They all poured it out on the picnic rug and were going through what they got in their bag. So Teddy Kids got- actually don't care what the loot is no. it's the fact that they just got yeah, given a things. bag of loot <laughs> yeah so teddy's like oh my god i got a magic coin mum where could i spend this i was like oh only in europe he was like in europe like it was a euro <laughs> she's like lol we were all laughing as the yeah. parents because it was so genius yeah so he got a euro some stickers like cut out from a book a coloring in sheet 
some pencils, like pencils that were used, but he was stoked. Great. But she had one for all the siblings as well. And you've got to have a sibling lolly bag. And this is why I think have no party bags. But you might have one more year of that. And then you will get to the point where the kids expect. Yes. Yeah, so this yeah. is what I'm thinking. Which, you know. <laughs> I feel like I can get away with it for yeah. one more year because Rafford wouldn't expect it. Like yeah. when I handed her the loot bag from Sim's daughter's party, she wasn't like, where's my fucking lolly bag? She was like, <laughs> hey, mom, what's this you're giving me? And look, she yeah. was so... Yes, like Sim loves the magic in children's eyes. And yes, she achieved that. But I just, there's that part of me that's like, oh, it's just wasteful. Yes, and I'm not sh- I don't want to shame anyone. No, and I, no, I feel like I'm know. very much shaming someone on it. I love you, Sim. But I just feel like then there are those party bags that are full of lollies. Yeah. And the party ends at like four o'clock and then your kid is like downing lollies like it's fucking Halloween before bedtime. Well, we have rules about that. If you get a lolly bag and it's lollies, you can choose two things and it goes in the fridge and you can have one a day after dinner. Okay. Yeah, so it's actually quite handy. I can get behind the colouring book and pencils. Yeah. Like I'm even happy to go and buy buy those and you don't have to buy like a coloring book per kid you buy one coloring book and you literally rip out the pages and put a page in each thing clever yeah and a couple of pencils yeah brilliant i don't know i just i again i think this is my year of what can i get away with and i think i'm gonna try and get away with does it have to be an individual per head setup can't it be like grazing stuff and there doesn't have to be specific seats and then you can just have everyone you want well the thing is is the package that i want to book is a grazing table Mm -hmm. and then a picnic setup just because it's so sweet how they sit at a table and i haven't picked the theme yet but one of the themes they offer is pet adoption i know it's so cute and they sit around the table and there's like a little animal in a box and they all open it together and that becomes their take home so it almost actually that almost doubles as a gift bag so it has to invite Isla it has to be it has to be (laughs) putting you on the spot well I don't know (laughs) Teddy's the one who's closer to Rafa's age so I'm like can I invite just Teddy and not Isla sorry because you fuck people's weekends if you invite Uh. one of their kids you know then it's like oh well only Teddy's invited so uh, I guess I'll drop him off. Okay, here's a thought then. So say if I have a friend who has a daughter who's close to Rafa's age, mm-hmm. who she's friends with, and then has a baby who's closer to Iggy's age, they can bring the younger, like the two-year-old, yep. but they don't necessarily get a seat at the table. But there's a grazing table where they can Hang graze out. at. Yeah. As opposed a two to... two-year-old will probably see other kids getting animals and... I know. This is my predicament. And then a part of me goes, if I were to go the daycare route, yep. then it's obvious and easy. I can invite Sailor or yeah. Margot or whoever. Yeah. Are they real kids or are they just your baby names you've never got to use? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure they're your baby names you've no, never got to use. <laughs> I shit you not. She goes to daycare with a Margot and a Scarlet. Oh. And get this, a Halcyon. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. baby made it Halcyon House? Maybe. Who knows? But all I know is our kids aren't going to school with Kate, Jessica and Melanie. Laura. (laughs) Laura. So, okay. Yeah, I think maybe then daycare is the safer option for you. No! See, you're having a tantrum because you want the party to be for you. I know. I'm telling you, you cannot invite kids under 10 and not have something for them. A two-year-old will look at other three-and-a-half-year-olds okay. and four-year-olds opening little animals and want to get involved. Revs, what if you received a text message from me saying, Teddy, you're invited to Rafa's fourth birthday party. I'd be like, oh, I better drop him and take Isla for a baby Chino. What, and you wouldn't stay? Well, I, what's Isla going to do? <laughs> <laughs> Leave her at home by herself? This is what I'm saying. You fuck people's weekends. If the, uh, You've got to say siblings welcome. You've just got to. It's a jerky thing not to have the siblings. Well, Unless to... it's a drop-off party and then you just need to manage all the kids. No, I'm not doing a drop-off party. Not with four-year-olds. Well, then you have to have siblings. When do drop-off ages start? School. Yeah. 
See, I'm not there yet. Yeah. Oh, I'm just stressed about it. I feel like I need to make the guest list super lean now. Yeah. And then I just invite whole families. Yeah. And here's my fifth millionth predicament over (laughs) this party situation is because like obviously with Instagram, like I'm going to want to share her birthday and I don't want people to be like, oh, my kid didn't get invited to Rafa's party. It's a minefield. It's a minefield. Well, then I would make it exclusively family friends or exclusively daycare. And I know you don't want to do the daycare because you want your friends. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, oh! I've got it. What? I've got it. What? Do a daycare party, as in send cupcakes. Yeah, okay. To daycare, and that's her daycare but it's, party. Revs, Revs, you're still not solving my issue of even family friends. Oh, you've got so many friends. Oh, fuck <laughs> off. That, no, it's not that I have so many friends. It's that my friends have so many fucking kids. Well, then if you want all your friends to come, you're going to have to throw money at the problem and get a place for every kid. You're going to have to. Kids under 18 months, don't worry about them. <sighs> Can't wait for Teddy and Isla to be at that beautiful pet <sighs> adoption table. So exciting. Can you do it on one of my weekends? Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> that is another option. You can get rid of two places okay. if you do it on a... Let's check it out right I here. I love that. I know, but I can't help it if it's not your weekend What's with the, the kids. Date? What's the date? 23rd of April. Oh, lucky I've got them. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you take up them. two spots with your two I've children. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'm going to rethink this. Look. I will say the birthday fairy has an option where it's just a grazing table mm-hmm. rather than the picnic table. Maybe just I can get talk two entertainers to instead. Yeah, do double the entertainment for two hours. Okay, all right. Let me just you'll work it out. One thing you just cannot do is leave kids out. It's childhood trauma, right no, there. You can't I, be responsible. I wasn't suggesting that, Revs. It was more. I, this is why I was seeking advice. Yes. I was like, and my advice is leave no kid out. Oh, you've made yourself heard. <laughs> I feel like this is your personal trauma coming out. You know, there's like a thing you have to invite the whole class. Yes. I just don't do that. So you don't subscribe to that. But I'm really lucky because Isla is in this rogue year where there's only between five and seven girls in each class. Mm. So they're a really boy heavy year. So Isla's in a class of 22 this year and there's only six girls. But the good thing about parties is I go, cool. So it's the two R girls. What a privilege. It's awesome. That's so good. And this year I'm taking them to the movies and McDonald's. I love that. I'm not even going to try and do anything else mcdonald's party is great like, oh, no no i'm not gonna book a party i'm literally gonna take them to mcdonald's and the movies yeah they'll froth yeah i know it's like a 90s birthday genius genius well look maybe i've only got a couple of years of big parties before we do the lean like sleepover with your oh, two besties party i don't know if i've ever got a sleepover in me <laughs> i remember you did it with oh. isla once and her bestie yeah just one kid yeah. imagine like four or five girls nah she's gonna beg for it well we're gonna need another house with another level before we (laughs) even think about that it's gonna be like the earring situation where she's just gonna grind you down slowly until you give in it's like grind you down the isla robertson story (laughs) (laughs) you know i don't have time for what don't you have time for i don't have time for when you are asked for a recommendation me or you or in general general the general you when somebody well i'll come back to you oh god I don't have time for when someone asks you for a recommendation yeah. on something or your advice, say, and you give it yeah. and then they're like, oh, it was shit. <gasps> oh, I didn't oh, go with that. I agree. Yes. It's very stressful. Okay. I've developed almost like a anxiety phobia 
about giving recommended and I've got a few friends in mind mm-hmm. who I'm like, oh, their expectations are very different to mine. What I've learned is I'm easily satisfied. Mm. Like I'm one of those people who where someone can be like, hey, go stay at this accommodation or go eat at this restaurant. And I'm like, oh my God, it was great. Yeah, like yeah. I'm such a hype girl and yeah. I feel like I see the good, you know, even if it isn't <laughs> great. No, but in the same way that... No, you are. You're a basic bitch. You're hair, easily, yes. easily pleased. Like a hairdresser can give me the worst haircut and I'm like it's awesome <laughs> yeah. and then I'll walk out and be like oh look it wasn't awesome but I didn't want to ruin her day yeah but then I've got a couple of mates yeah with who, good taste with very good taste <laughs> who I'm scared to give recos to because yeah. I feel like there's been a few occasions where they've sort of been dissatisfied with, with my reco. recommendation and then I, I feel paralyzed now with offering them any. Yeah. It can be anything from like a handyman yep. who you love, and then they're like, "Oh, they didn't do a good job." Yeah, I didn't or like, "Oh, use so my expensive. painter. They yeah. were so good." Oh no, they didn't get all the crevices in the corner. You know, yeah, it can yeah. be anything. Yeah, it's stressful. Well, the worst is when you like use this guy; he's amazing, and they're like, "Oh my god, he was so expensive," and you feel really stupid, yeah. like you've paid too much. Or yeah, you haven't yeah, done yeah. your research. <laughs> well, how about when you ask me, "Who's your OB?" And I was like, "Oh my god, she's amazing." Gave the pitch, didn't go with her. Did you? Did you? I was personally offended. Why were you personally offended? Because everyone's attached to their OB. Mine's the best. (laughs) Okay. Um, (laughs) I feel like this is therapy for us, Revs, because this might alleviate some of your feelings. I'll explain why I didn't go with your AB. Please do. AB. (laughs) My OB. Your OB. So we know how I'm late to the party on things. Yep. The good mum. Yeah. Oh, this is the thing. I know. You went with the good mum's OB and the good mum... Has all the good recommendations, does all the research and just knows better about everything. Well, I'm going to take it up another level. Yep. So Jem being Jem, mm-hmm. organises very little in her life, queen of outsourcing, was very pregnant, was quite deep into my pregnancy, knew I wanted to book an OB, yep. had not, yep. found myself at the good mum's mum's house. Yep. Good mum's mum, who we freaking love. She said to me, Gemma, have you got an obstetrician? You're 16 weeks pregnant. And I said, not yet. No joke. She got on the phone oh. there and then and booked me an appointment. Okay, I feel better now. Yes. Nairi <laughs> booked it there and then and said, all right, you've got an appointment next Tuesday with Amazing. Emma. Amazing. And me being me. You're like, great, done. I was like, done. And I showed up <laughs> and that was that. I promise you, hand on heart, that's how I picked my OB. Okay. So I'm healed. Thank great. you. Great. <laughs> I knew this would be heavy. Oh my God. True story. And the good mum, I love her so much, but she also said to me when Rafa turned to, hey, call this number. You need to get Rafa on the wait list yep. for this kindergarten. Yep. You'll pay $50 for the enrollment fee. Do it. I asked no questions. You just did it. I did it. You just do what you're told. Next minute, Rafa got accepted yep. and I'm grateful AF. And that's why she's called the good mum. And that's why I love you, Claire. <laughs> Thank you for being in my life. Thank you for being you. What would we do without you? We'd be hot messes. <laughs> exactly. Jen would be giving birth on her kitchen floor. Yes. All right, fine. But anyway, back to when you recommend something. Yes. My mum's the worst because my mum has the highest standards, the best taste. Yeah. And she's like, oh, does anyone know of this? And I'm like, oh, yeah, this one. She goes, mm, no. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, don't throw shade at my taste. Yes. It's worrying. It's like when people ask me for furniture store recommendations and I'm like, well, but is it your vibe? Like, mm. I, I'm very, I, I feel stupid admitting this because the DLs must be laughing, being like, 
You guys do a not spawn reco every, every fucking week. week. And I will say, I get a little bit of anxiety DLs. There have been very few, but they've happened occasions where you guys slide into the Facebook group and you're like, I bought such and such off Gem and Rebs' recommendation, but it didn't suit me or it wasn't my color or I didn't vibe with it. Personally offended. And then you're selling Personally it offended. on. You're literally asking people to slide into your PMs on Facebook to then purchase it off you. And I'm like, I gave them a dud reco. What's a PM? <laughs> Private message. Oh, I know it's a crazy world. So DMs, Instagram. PMs, Facebook, Facebook, I believe. Private messaging mm. versus direct messaging. I get it. Yeah. Anyway. I feel like we should just keep DM everywhere. Yeah, okay, DM across the board. Yeah. We don't need to be technical about All this. Right, That's right. my recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give another one and I'm going to out her and shame her on the podcast. Ooh. Rachel Tag. Ooh. She jumped on Instagram and was yep. like, what's the best lunchbox? And I was like, I've got it. I win. I've got it. Like, Is it seed and sprout? Yes. Yeah. No, she told me why. Because oh. you can't seal wet foods. Why are you sending wet foods to school? Well, some people like to send their kids yoga or hummus or... Yeah, they've little containers for that. Yeah, but they don't fit in the bento box. Whatever. Seed and Sprout Crunch Box is the best lunchbox. I've had mine for three and a half years. Um, and I'm... So- Oh, she's giving me a face. Well, I don't know. I, I, so Rach did this whole poll research I thing. I saw it and I was personally yeah. offended yep. that she didn't take my recommendation. So she went with B-Box. Yeah. Just so everyone knows. And uh, when it came to sending Rafa to her new kindy, I bought the B-Box set. It's plastic. It's really good. It's plastic. I understand that. (laughs) But it's really good. See, you're a haughty, smug bitch about this. And and you're wrong. And can I just say, the seed and sprout boxes, I love them. But Rafa looks at that and is like, what, am I going to a prison? (laughs) No, seriously. It's void of any colour and any fun. No, you make the food the fun. You and Rach are going to lose lids. You're going to lose this fucking... No, no, no. It's connected mm. the lid's connected and there's a silicon circular part so you can fit an apple even if the apple is a big one that sits taller than the lid of the- it is impressive. impressive yeah you it's can't impressive. deny how impressive that is look i think i'm triggered because i do no research read no manuals <laughs> never read the instructions i'm just like oh like that bye <laughs> yeah have all the regrets hello the art director <laughs> in you is like that would look great in a photo no it's a great lunchbox yeah. there's no bits to it if nothing you breaks. are a mum from Byron. It's oh, a great lunchbox. Fuck <laughs> off. I'm obsessed. Okay. I love seed and sprout too, but I know it's because I like the look of it. I know that Rafa It's would... not the look of it. It's the functionality. I wash those every day by hand. In two seconds, they dry. Same There's with no us. bits. Nothing breaks. Same with B-Box. There's no plastic. Yeah, there's plastic in B-Box. Yeah, so fuck you, B-Box. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, My... the point is, Rachel Tag personally offended me because she asked everyone on the internet for their opinion. I gave my opinion and my opinion didn't win. No, it didn't. I was offended. Guess what, Rebs? You're in the minority. There would have been a majority landslide for the B-Box. Majority landslide? Majority landslide. (laughs) (laughs) You've got to have someone in your life that just takes your word as gospel, though. My sister is that. My sister literally sends me a message quarterly and goes, what should I be wearing? Send links. And I just send her like five links. She she adds to cart. And she goes, curious. All right. (laughs) Just buys things in a size 10. God, that's amazing. Just trust me. No, I don't know if I have any friends. Oh, the few recommendations I give the good mum, mm-hmm. I feel like she leaps. For. Name one. Carry case, phone carrier. Thing. Oh, so not kid stuff. No, or no, like no. earrings. Or yeah, like yeah, yeah. Co- yeah not, oh God, thing. no, she would never, <laughs> never come to me for kid advice. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I was going to say. No, no, no. More like 
personal self-care. I'm getting much better at that. I know. And she is not good at that. So I feel like if she She's needs... not good at that. She's great at that. No, I, I, good mum, if you're listening, you need more self-care yes. in your life. Yes, she I does. will enforce it upon you. Yes, she does. I'll tell you the worst recommendation situation I had, and I'm not going to name and shame, but it was a holiday-based. It was Japan. Mm. Oh. Yeah, and they were going to Japan after me, and I recommended all the things, and mm. they were like, oh, like that or I feel like nanny. and I was like oh, okay <laughs> think it don't say it that's it yeah don't make me feel shit like I'm sorry the hotel I recommended wasn't good enough for you or big enough or whatever for my family it was perfectly fine mm. <sighs> so you have to be matched on expectations yes I think and, and taste I, you gotta know if someone likes your taste yes and I know I bring up like homewares and renovations and stuff but I like to find a balance of good quality but it has to be reasonably priced that's and I really, really hard with home stuff yes but mm. I there's been a few businesses that I feel like I've kind of nailed like the people who did my floors mm. but then I'm like is someone else gonna be like oh they didn't do a good job and mm. it's their fucking home like mm. I can't handle that pressure like if my guy lime washed someone else's floors not to the standard they're happy with I'm gonna feel really shit about that you start to identify the people who are never gonna be happy though and you stop recommending yes I mean I've done that with my mum I'm like I'm not giving any records to you when you always turn your nose up at my recommendations interesting my fuck m- you <laughs> my mum is the your sister equivalent alright yes so she's like yep great done yeah. I could literally buy her anything mm-hmm. for her birthday or Christmas and she'll be fucking stoked great she'll be like oh my god this is so me I didn't know I needed this and now I'm glad <laughs> I, I have it I didn't know I needed this I didn't this. know I needed this yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just saw your ring. Oh, thanks. It's so pretty. I love it so much. It's so fucking pretty. I'm still adjusting yeah, to it. It's even more rocky than before. Well, I did a poll oh. on the gram yep. about whether or not people sleep with their wedding slash engagement rings on and? or take them off. And Meg Maskell, mm-hmm. who made my ring, slid straight in and she was like, oh, hell no. You do not sleep with oh. your jewellery on. You take it off. Oh, but then do you remember to put it up? Well, that's my predicament. A lot of other people slid in and said, oh, no, I have to keep mine on 24-7 for fear of losing it. Yeah. And you know me. I yeah. lost my uh-huh. engagement ring previously. Very lucky to have found it two and a half years later. But had I not, there's no way I would be willing to take this bad boy off. But I realise I'm not someone who can put a handful of foundation on my face with rings on. Oh. Can't do it. <laughs> full of foundation <laughs> yeah, I'm a fucking animal when it comes to put makeup on I'm like <laughs> into my hand rub my hands together <laughs> smear it all over like I'm not delicate with doing yeah. makeup but you I can't you need to get a foundation brush then you're done oh no I'm a hand applier yeah right it's well, faster I'm trying, to, I'm trying to give you a recommendation and you're throwing it back <laughs> in my face <laughs> When I wore rings, I never took them off, except to clean them. So, okay, okay. Poo nappy? Oh, in the shower, it all cleans. Uh, well, wash it, you wash I your just, fucking hands, not an animal. Oh, I know, but it's like, what if poo gets on it? What if you scratch their anus with it? Like, scratch their I anus? Know, these things catch. I mean, that thing catches. No, <laughs> they all rings catch. They just get caught on shit. Mm. This is such a fucking champagne problem. Yeah, it is. We're here talking about I'm fucking rings. My, I can't wait to get my Nana's ring back and then I'll have a, a ring I can wear every day. I got it for this finger. Oh, yeah, middle finger. <laughs> middle finger flip, on my right hand. Flip that bird. Well, I just didn't want it to be anything like an engagement ring. No, of course, I get that. Yeah, so totally get it's that. It's going on my right hand and the middle finger. Beautiful. So excited. excited. But I won't be taking it off. Sorry, Meg, I'll be sleeping in it. 
she's dying she's like fuck fuck it (laughs) i have some news yes they're so late in the game so late in the game (laughs) something really funny has happened what's my son theodore yeah ted aka teddy Mm. has decided to rebrand why don't know to what theo oh i kind of get it i like it but he's such a teddy so i'll tell you how it went he's like mommy i'd want to be called theo when i start school and i was like oh okay and he's like, so can you tell the school my name is Theo? And I was oh, like, is this because oh. you nominate? Yeah, the name? so he's down as Theodore, but like there is a line that's like known as. Yeah. So, and I wrote Teddy and I was like, oh, mate, I've already done the paperwork, but I'm sure it'll be fine. Once you get your teacher, we can work it out. Sort of thinking, we'll see how he goes on this. Like, yeah. he's fucking Teddy. Like, yeah, yeah. good luck changing <laughs> your name, mate. So we're walking down the Corso in Manly the other day and this kid goes, hey, Theo. And he goes, hey, Charlie. And then we kept walking. And I was like, Say what? Oh my God, he's Theo. (laughs) He's done it. He's pulled it off. And then I went to pick him up at pickup the other day and his teacher's like, bye Theo. And I was like, he's done it. And I said, um, Theo, huh? And he's like, it's my name, mum. I was like, oh, so how did this happen? He goes, I booked a meeting with Mrs. Docker. I was like, you booked a meeting? (laughs) I think he just went up to her desk. And I told her that my name is Theo now and could please be changed across the board. And everyone, even his daycare friends, are now calling him Theo. He's pulled off a full rebrand without his parents' involvement. I mean, respect. Respect. But also, my heart breaks a little bit for you. So I sat him down. I was like, hey, mate, question. Because you're my baby, is it okay if I call you Teddy? And he goes, just you. So (laughs) Isla has to call him Theo? Yeah, so it's an interesting one. I try when I want something from him, like shoes on or socks on or brush your teeth, whatever. I go, Theo, can you put your shoes on? And I've got a bit of cachet with that at the moment. But Teddy just comes out. Of course, he's Teddy. Like, even I can't handle this. So Isla and their dad call him Skip because that's his middle name. Mm. And they've kind of always called him that. So they're sort of still using that and it's still relevant. Yeah. But no, Isla has all the versions. Ted, Teddy, Theo, Theodore, Skip. You know, like it all comes out. But at school, he is Theo. Fascinating. And this morning he's like, um, I need new labels. <gasps> <gasps> You're kidding. Because <laughs> now he's learning to write his of name. Of course. He wants... So he's learning Theo oh, instead of Teddy. I, ca- I actually can't deal with this on your behalf. It's so full on. Like I fully accept it. Yeah. And like I said, mad respect. And I love the autonomy and the independence yeah. of that. And it's, the ownership The ownership is like the first moment in his life. Well, he's really taken something on himself and nailed it and seen it through. Wow. I know. It's wild. Remember when I tried to rebrand? Just the spelling of yeah, my name? Yes. DLs. So Kate <laughs> Revs um, couldn't handle being in a year of nine other Kates, I believe. Eight we had, others. Was it I eight? Was the nine. Or the first. Look, depends how you look at it. Yep. We had a lot of Kates in our year. <laughs> all pretty much spelt with a K. Yeah. So Revs. Was one with a C. Oh, was it? Yeah. And Kate tried to rebrand her spelling to be C-E-I-G-H-T. Genius. With an acute on the E. Which changes the whole sound of the name. <laughs> I was just desperate for an identity. Yeah, yeah. I was a like, unique. I can't... Hey, Revs, mm. just be uniquely just you, be, babe. Just Lin-Manuel Miranda it. Just yeah. be credit card name Kate. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Jane Doe. It's like Jane Citizen. It is. You know when you go through an airport and yeah. there's an ad for a credit card and it says yeah. Jane Citizen or John Citizen. Uh, it's like, that's what my name is, Kate. On the topic of names, mm. my husband's pissing me off lately. Cool. Now, forgive me if I've talked about this before, but for those who don't know, Iggy's name is actually... Ignatius. It hurts your mouth. I like, hate it. You actually it. have a physical reaction when I you say it. I hate it. And this is no shade to anyone who's gotten Ignatius in their <laughs> lives. 
It's just not for me. Now, I won the name Ignatius, believe it or not, because my husband wanted to call Iggy Ignacio. What? Yeah, do you not know this? What? Yeah. Ignacio? Yeah. What? Where? Which is... What is the heritage of that? It's like the Portuguese-Brazilian pronunciation of Ignatius. It's like how right, you but have... you're not Portuguese or Brazilian. Correct. Yeah. But we're also not Italian. And Raffaella is the Italian spelling. And Ignatius. Okay? Both Italian. Yeah. Look, yeah. we just love foreign just names. Just Vatican babies. Look, we're a bit eclectic. My kids are... Not a... eclectic. You're Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> but because we had a Raffaella... <laughs> Raffaella. Oh, Rafa- We've got an Italian friend. His name's Francesco. And every time I see him, I'm like, say it again. And he's like, Raffaella. And I just, I'm like, oh, I wish I could say Rafa, her name. get on your bike. <laughs> so I drew the line at Raffaella. I was not cool with having an Ignacio. I seriously, so my husband. I would have vomited onto your baby announcement if you had an Ignacio. Yeah. Sorry, pubs. So, so would I. Now, my husband's name is Matthew. Another Vatican name. But I think he closet wishes his name was Matteo. <laughs> oh, babe. Anyway, I digress. So I've never loved the name Ignatius, but it was a step in the positive away from Ignacio, right? Yeah. But if I had it my way entirely, he'd just be Iggy Rooney. Mm-hmm. And we had this whole debate where I was like, why can't he be Iggy Rooney? And my husband was like, no, he needs a proper name. And I was like, why isn't Iggy Rooney a proper name? He's going to school with your Hudsons and your Marlows and your Harlows and your Harleys. <laughs> like all the funny. Your Chevys. Your Chevys. I actually love that name so Chevy. much. Chevy. Brilliant. And whenever I go to the doctor's office and they call out Ignatius Rooney, because there's always some traditional old lady working behind the counter. And that's his Medicare Ma- name. Martha, and that's his Medicare name. And I cringe. And recently I tried to have a very real conversation with my husband about legally changing Iggy's name to Iggy. Mm-hmm. Because now that he's two, I was like, no one calls him Ignatius. Yeah. Like, why are we doing this? Yeah. Because society says he needs a... Because society <laughs> Ignatius? <laughs> well, so, the society says we need Your to Your husband have... loves society. That was not a good argument. <laughs> no, but like, what is this proper name bullshit? His response was to start calling Iggy Ignatius full time. You went the wrong angle. I did not nail it. You poked the bear. I did. and Ignatius. Yeah, he'll be like, hello, cheeky Ignatius. I'm like, no, no, it's Iggy Bear, okay? And he'll be Iggy Bear forever. And I think my heart would break if Iggy was Teddy's age and said, mum, I'd like to be called Ignatius. And can you please get me new name stickers? His name's Nate Ignatius. (laughs) Can't. Won't. Mum, Mum, I need new labels. My name's Nash. (laughs) (laughs) No. No. Yeah, your heart would break. And you could just have one up on hubs forever. But does, So your husband likes Ignatius? Yes, he does. Well, then he yeah. likes the meaning of the name. He thinks what does it, it mean? Saint of goodwill? <laughs> <laughs> it's to do with son of fire or something. Oh, that's I don't cool. Know. Like it's a very strong name, yeah. which is lovely for Iggy because he's so genteel. I don't know. Fucking Ignatius. It's just not for me. This is going to be something that Iggy decides one day and it'll have nothing to do with you. And I think that's why I want to remove the element of choice. You just want to be in control. And I'm sorry to tell you, my darling, you can't control that one. And you know, he's just going to be called Rue or Rooney. Probs. Yeah. You're so right. Yeah. I'm just curious to see if Rafa comes 
back around to wanting to be called Ella again. Remember yeah. that stage yeah. when she was like, oh no, I'm Ella. Yeah. So I guess time will tell. Time will tell. Hit me with your nuts, burn. Do I have one for you? Oh. And I don't know why I haven't done this yet because I've used this for years. Yeah. But I mentioned it to you and our manager, Kate, the other day and she's like, uh, that's a not spawn. Anyway, here it is. It is a hair turban. Oh. So it's a rapid dry towel yep. that you stick on your hair after the shower and it just like dries your hair super fast. How? What? It's like microfiber, you know, Fancy. it's basically like one of those microfiber cleaning cloths, but in a hair turban. Amazing. But I don't use it for me because my hair's thin and dries quickly anyway. Fuck it. But I use it on my daughter. So if she has a shower and washes her hair before bed, yep. which she does most nights. Same with my kids, actually. Then I chuck the turban on her and she goes to bed in the turban. And then when I go tuck her in, I just pull it off. And is her hair dry? Yeah, it's dry. And then she doesn't go to bed on a wet pillow. Cute. Anyway, the one I have is the Manicare Rapid Dry Hair Turban. You can get it at Chemist Warehouse. It's like nine bucks. Does it come in pretty colors? Look, it's pink. Great. Fine with that? I'll take it. Yeah. There are many, many brands who make them. That's just the one I have. Nine bucks. That's nine a bucks. bargain. Total bargain. Speaking of hair, mm-hmm. my mum and my stepdad, every time they see Iggy, comment about how he needs a haircut. He needs a haircut. It's getting old. What? He needs a haircut. No, he doesn't. Unless you're going to be like every other Northern Beaches boy and have the long hair. No, I like the moulet on him. He rocks it. Okay, so Teddy is now the anomaly. Why? He's got a crew cut and it's not cool. He's not cool. He looks great. It suits him. But most boys in his life, of his age and stage, most of the boys at the public school we go to have long hair. I love it. Yeah. It's like surf rat vibes. Like, I don't give a fuck. Look at my ratty beach hair. I don't give a fuck. My name's Ignatius, (laughs) yo. Yeah, it's Grom.com. Everyone's doing it. But frankly, Iggy would suit a little crew cut. He's got wispy thin hair. And speaking from the wispy thin hair club, I'm the president. Nah. Cut that hair to look gorgeous. Nah, I can't because it will make him look so grown up. Yes. And that's what I'm not ready for. Right. Okay? Hit me with your nuts, spawn. Let me hit you. I said. Hit me with your nuts, spawn. I'm going to hit you over the head with a stash. Jesus. A yeah. stash? Yeah, so stash. Uh-huh. Is this beautiful small business that I am obsessed with. Mm -hmm. It's quite niche, Mm -hmm. but they sell beautiful children's hangers. Clothes hangers? Yes. That sounds necessary. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) For the girl who has everything. (laughs) Shut up. Now, lots of people love doing their nurseries. And we will have a lot of DLs who are soon to be mums or pregnant with their second. And it's such a lovely touch. You know how the trend is to buy those beautiful Ikea bookshelves? Mm -hmm. And then you can actually flip them upside down. And the handle bit that goes Mm -hmm. across where the book would be held, if you flip it upside down, you can hang sweet baby clothes. Yes, lovely. And it's hard to find nice hangers. Yeah, and it can all fall apart in the details. (laughs) It can. No, I'm, I was being genuine. No, nah, you sounded utterly facetious. I'm sorry. <laughs> the art director in me completely understands it can all fall apart in the details. Yes. Now, fuck. <laughs> can we just talk about the color palette? Oh, yeah. It's Gems Earth Tone color palette. They're actually very lovely. They're beautiful. They come yeah. in packs of four. And they're an open hanger, so you yeah. can slide things on. Yeah. And look. Oh, cute. They're super, super cute. You, actually, you can buy them in packs of two as well. But I just think they're the beautiful decorative hanger to hang a cute outfit. You know, To display the dress your baby will never wear. Yes. Yeah. Rafa had a little outfit from Tutu de Monde. Yeah. It was a gift to her from our beautiful friend Liv. Yeah. And it was the one thing that I had hanging It's like on room display. decor. It is room decor. Mm-hmm. And look, they're practical too. Yeah. If you wanted to buy a stack of stashes. Love it. Yeah, you could. But, oh, look. There you go. 
They're the perfect size hanger for your sports bras. Because we all love hanging our sports bras. <laughs> <laughs> no, no shade to this gorgeous brand. Looks beautiful. Really beautiful. Yeah. So the Instagram is at stashco.au. Do you know what? I think this would make for a great baby shower gift. Yes, it would. Actually. It's maybe yeah, one of those good things one. Good one. that you wouldn't necessarily buy for yourself, but something that you didn't know you needed totally. until someone gives it to you and you're like, oh my God, beautiful hangers yeah. for my... I, I would Divine. be stoked to receive that Divine. as a baby shower Divine. gift. Well, I guess that concludes this week's episode of We Don't Have Time For This. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so <laughs> professional. I've gone into radio mode. Yeah. Well, then you may as well ask everyone to give us a review. Well, actually, I was going to let the DLs know that we're an independent podcast. Yes. And if there are any brands or if you're a DL who happens to work for a business or knows someone with a business who would be interested in us helping them get the word out and sing out about their brand... We have some spots available in our sponsorship program in Mm -hmm. the podcast. So slide on in to, well, not slide on in, zoom on in via email, (laughs) carry a pigeon in via email, (laughs) partnerships at we don't have time for this.com. Nice one. We'd love to chat. And while we're here being profession thirsty, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Help some mamas out. Should we cue the outro? Cue the outro. One of these days we'll have an outro to our podcast. I, I've actually forgotten the melody of it now. It's now just like this weird, like minor tone. <laughs> it is very minor. Uh, Maybe this will be the year we write a proper outro song. Great. Let's do it. Why not? I'm challenging you with that. All right. Give me some lyrics and I'll come up with a melody a la Lin-Manuel Miranda style. A melody? A melody. Shut this potty down. Okay. All right. Let's shut it down. <laughs>